celebrating our connection with our pets. This is Animal Radio. Here are your hosts, Al Abrams and Judy Francis. And don't forget your dream team. Dr. Debbie White is out today. Dr. Greg Neal sitting in with your veterinary medical questions. Animal communicator Joey Turner, groomer Joey Volani, and Vladi the world famous Russian dog wizard. And of course, Stacy Cohn working hard in the newsroom. What's going on? Well, there was another nut trying to smuggle something through on the airport this time. Birds taped oh. to her body. I'll tell you about it coming up on Animal Radio News. And Joey, you're working hard on your tip. What's it going to be? Well, the fashion police are back. The Joey Vani fashion police. Oh. Because fall, fall is almost here, so we're going to talk about the colors and the wares of fall if you want that poosh pet. Okay, let's. Uh, which one are we going to? Joanne? Yes. Hi, Joanne. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. What's going on? I have Joey Volani here for you. Um, I am a groomer in New Jersey, and I'm just wondering what he recommends for flea prevention and stuff like that, because I think it's going to be a bad flea year, because we're already seeing a lot of fleas, and I want to know what he recommends. Well, Joanne, I'll tell you, it's definitely going to be a bad flea season, especially on the East Coast, because we had a, um, a lot of rain with also with a lot of hot weather. So it's I, it's almost like with plants. When you get a lot of sun and you get a lot of rain, they grow well, or so do the fleas. They thrive. And... Um, what, what I recommend is um, there's a lot of great products out there, professional products. Um, anything except stuff that has pyrethrins in it, because pyrethrins, um, which a lot of groomers do use, have found to be very toxic um, to, um, to a lot of pets. What about humans? And, um, I know that stuff's in my head and shoulders. Pyrethrins? Yes. You know what? I never, I, I never looked. Um, and I, I don't know what it does to humans, but I'll be honest with you, it's, it's not good for pets at all. There's been studies that, um, have shown that, um, they've actually, um, have poisoned, um, puppies and, and young dogs with the use of pyrethrins. So you want, you want to kind of stay away from it. Um, I mean, in a pinch, I, I, they did a study and, and the study shown, showed, and this is great actually for groomers, that a clean dog Will repel fleas and ticks. Um, they don't. Well, I'm sorry, fleas. They do not want to be part of a clean environment. They thrive in a in a dirty environment. They like it that way. In a clean environment, they don't like to be there. So. A good, even even a good um, strong degreasing shampoo that you may already have in your salon will kill fleas and ticks. But if you want a good flea killer, something with tea tree in it, um, or even um, as much as I'm not the biggest fan in the world of of a um, you know a topical product because. It, to me, anything that stays on, on your pet's coat um, that, that's killing um, pests is probably not the greatest thing for them, even though they have, um, you know, not many people have had that many problems with it. But when you're having a situation where it's real bad, it's definitely better to use that than it is to have fleas and ticks. So I would recommend actually using, um, you know, a, a, a um, flea topical type um, um, product if, if, it's a, if it's a major situation where they got to get rid of them. But the main thing is, and I'm sure you notice being a groomer, is um, make sure that when the dog is in the grooming salon being, you know, taken care of, that the um, clientele take care of their home and also, whatever they transported the dog in, whether it be a car, um, you know, van, truck, whatever, plane, um, limo, whatever it is, make sure they take care of that because the fleas can live in there and just go right back on the dog. And I've also heard lavender oil does wonders for that kind of thing. If you mix it in with water or a different kind of oil and spray it on the dogs, 
That's a real natural way, too, also. See, I thought... Uh, how, about, how about skin so soft? Skin so I soft? About skin so you soft. talked about that, Joey. We talked about that. That's um, that's a, that's a great flea um, repellent. It's not going to kill what's already on the pet, uh, but it, it's a great flea repellent and fly repellent as well. It, it, it'll keep them off. Of it. They, they don't like the smell of it, um, and, and they'll, they'll, they'll stay off of the host itself. But if they already have the fleas, it's not going to do it's not going to do much for them at that point. Okay. All right. Because I'm always concerned, too, that people are putting the front line and the advantage and stuff like that, and you don't want to put anything that's going to react with that, you know? Poison I definitely dog. wouldn't mix things. If, they use, if they're using that, stick with that. If it's not working, you want to strip that out and then put another product on. Um, but I wouldn't combine any two chemicals because you don't know what kind of reaction it could have. Thanks okay. for your call, Joanne. We appreciate it. one 405 to connect with the Dream Team right now. Celebrating our connection with our pets. This is Animal Radio. Here are your hosts, Al Abrams and Judy Francis. 1-866-405-8405 to connect with the Dream Team. Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard, Susan Sims. She has giveaways today, by the way. Animal communicator, Joy Turner. And in for Dr. Debbie, Dr. Greg Neal, who's our veterinarian here in uh, Morro Bay. And Stacy Cohen working on news. What's up? There's this new dogfighting video game that's available for the Android market, and oh. supposedly Google had pulled it um, and taken it temporarily off the market, but it doesn't look like that ever really happened. Huh. I'll tell you more about that coming up on Animal Radio News. Did you hear about that, Joey? Do you think it should be pulled? Yeah, I do. I do. It's something that, you know, I mean, we we, we definitely don't want the general public to get any um, joy out of dog fighting. so pull it. Okay. There you go. one 405 If you don't pull it, Joey's going to come over and kick you in the batacle area. What's uh? You know... Yeah, you know, not for nothing. You just did a whole rundown of everyone on the show, and you know, didn't hear no Joey Villani. Nothing. Sorry, did I miss that? Nothing. I was a little thrown off to to tell you the honest truth. There, Uh, Joey Villani, ladies and gentlemen, of course, kicking off your uh, fourth, third, or fourth season on Animal Planet's Dogs One Hundred and One. I forget. It's season four. Yes. Season four. Tell him he's the star of the show and everything will be fine. He really is. He is the star. In fact, you know what? See how it is, Dr. Greg, after a while, they just, you know, kick you aside. I I got red hair. I'll dye my hair red. (laughs) The redheaded stepchild. That's not true. In fact, a few weeks ago, we heard from your attorney, and they they told me that I had to mention your name, actually, in between everybody else's name, and that seemed long and cumbersome. Uh, But, ladies and gentlemen, we're very proud to have Joey Villani as part of the team, and if you have any grooming questions, please call toll-free. 1-866-405-8405 1-866-405-8405 right now. How's that? That's much okay. better. <laughs> We're going to Scooter. Hey, Scooter. Good Is- afternoon. How are you? Very good. Is Scooter your name or is Scooter your pet's name? I've said my name for many, many years. I like it. I like it. We do, too. <laughs> I have Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard here. How can he help you? Oh, yes, I can Scooter. help you can help us. And I know if anyone can help us, you can help us. Oh, thank you. a Yorkie mix Shih Tzu. He is a year and a half old. He's a wonderful pet. And she's barking heads off. She has a problem. She's barking. You hear that front door click, and she runs out to it. She wants to run. Ah, it's remind me, just a Friday I had one session. The same dog just came out, uh, bolting out of the house, and and made me dance because that dog wants to even snap my legs, you know? 
Uh-huh. And uh, that's very stupid dog was, as a matter of fact, tried try to bite a um, Russian a dog trainer uh, supported by German shopper who was just ready to get into the action. You know, didn't go really well for that dog. Um, <laughs> she just wants okay, to just, run. She'll run until just, she's exhausted and then she'll stop. But if okay. she runs one way, she runs where there are homes. If she runs the other way, she would be running in the woods, and we would never get her. Scooter, why why you need that dog who just don't want to live with you, I guess? He doesn't have a bond to you. If my Mika would do it to me just one time, I would tell her, Bye, Mika! And I, I don't want to get her back. I, I really don't. Maybe this, I, I just a little, a little bit view relationship differently. I trade value for value, you know, because this is the dog. She give, she must give me her value first. And it's not one way road, in other words. Okay. Uh, let me help you out on that. And again, I said that not just to be funny. Uh, I don't try to be funny as a matter of fact. It just happens. Uh, it's just happening. It just happens. It's a part of my personality. Mm-hmm. You know, but people know me like an ultimate dog trainer, trainer who gets the results. So I purposely started with that topic about bonding because in a lot of times the dogs who behave like this, including you, your key mix, it's the dog who doesn't have a good bond with the owner. And the only way you can build that bond is by doing obedience training. Why? Because if the dog is trained properly, it's not just uh, he behaves properly, but also he's viewing you as the boss. See, we humans hate bosses. Dogs love bosses. Um, if you don't believe me, ask the uh, black lab Connie, which is Vladimir Putin's dog. He loved him. <laughs> because he provides for him, <laughs> as all Russians, because he provides for him strict rules and structures. And within those rules, he just doesn't need to make any decisions. He's a very happy dog. dog wo- dogs were bred for men or for mo- women, for human to work for us. And um, basically, they were not designed to be sleeping, you know, on our laps all day long or uh, taking bath uh, in our bathtub or feeding him caviar with Russian vodka out of the table. You can take any dog out of the pack but you will never be able to take the pack out of your dog. Hmm. I like how I say it. Sometimes I I say smart things. Yeah, Yeah, it is. I need to write it down. And I'd like to actually jump in here and tell you one other thing that I was actually picking up from your puppy, Scooter, is that he's bored. And she's absolutely right. This is our animal communicator. We're working like a team. She's like a psychic, like a, this is the phone for her, like a psychic hotline. She can see everything what's happening. I'm serious. What's happening in your dog mind and what's happening in you. Yes, absolutely right. Your dog is bored. Your dog has no job to do and that's why your puppy is looking for trouble okay straight to the point number one i would like to you to get this bonding with your dog you can do it in three ways sleeping together not in the same bed but in the same room okay the dog sleeps on, in the dog bed or in the crate whatever but slips down and you slips up so the dog look at you and say oh she's up i am down this is hierarchy this eight hours training straight and all what you need to do just to get some sleep 
Number two, working together. I prescribe for your dog and you working on obedience. Have a collar and leash and say, let's go, baby, sit, stay, calm down. I want to do it two times per day, okay? That's create social bonds. So sleeping together, uh, working together, eating together. I want to make sure you, while you're eating, you, you feed your dog. Not from the same table. Get her bowl with the food if it's possible. If not, at least some treats as you eat. These three things will really help you out. Now, to fix this problem with a speed Russian satellite guided missile, as far as addressing the symptoms, as far as giving you aspirin for, for your headache, that's what you're calling me, because you think if you're calling to the dog wizard, dog wizard has a magic wand. And I have a few. And here is one of them I want you to do. Stop by your local hardware store and get the clothesline. The same one like in China and Russia we are putting the clothes on. You know, very thin, like a shoelace, okay? I want to attach this piece of the rope to your dog. And the, the second piece, it needs to be no less than 15, 20 feet to the doorknob. And after open the door, just pretend. And the puppy says, you forget your mother. See you later, elevator. Alligator. <laughs> and you, and you say, and you say, okay, make my day. Whatever her name is, uh, well, let's say Heidi. Heidi, come. And he said, no, not. Uh, she, she will pretend her selective hearing dog ADD and keep running unless she hitting him herself, you know, through this uh, invisible, not visible, but very light line. So she's going to correct herself. Look at that. Wow. Because she didn't know. It's not the leash. It's giving her feeling of being on its own. Because if you put the leash on her and after that unhook it, she's going to act like a girl who just graduated Catholic school. Sudden freedom. Sudden freedom will go crazy. But this is little string will really give her feeling of being on being free, but you have a control. So in other words, set up the problem, win few battles, and uh, like a fish, like a fishing queen, and just say, oh, baby, I love you. Don't know. I mean, you want to do it again? Make my day again. Make sure three, four times you set her up for fail, and her natural instinct will set her for success. That mm. goes set up. Okay? Okay. Thank you so much, Everything Peter. in combination. Hi, I'm Steve Garvey, and I'm here with my good friend, actor, and pet food guru, Dick Van Patten. Hiya, Steve. It's good to see you. Dick, my two dogs have been on your natural balance for years. They love it. They look great. So what's the secret? It's simple. Our formulas are developed by top nutritionists and based on scientific fact. And then they're made with the best ingredients. It's just a winning combination. It is. Just like Russell to Lopes to Garvey. <laughs> Thanks for that. Hey, everyone. If you love your pets like I love mine, try Natural Balance. Why read a newspaper in the age of the Internet? Because you take the time to think things through, like your love of animals. You want to know where your voice and donations can be most effective. Animal People is the newspaper for people who care enough about animals to give real thought to how best to help animals. Request your free sample copy at www.animalpeoplenews.org. Fido deserves a vacation, and so do you. Enter for a chance to win one four-night stay for four plus Fido at the Trade Winds Island Resort on St. Pete Beach in Florida. Your stay includes nightly pet fee. Send a short essay on why you deserve this dream vacation to Adventure Contest at FidoFriendly.com. Winner will be announced November 1st. You must provide an email to be notified and airfare is not included. Grab your furry best friend and enter today at Adventure Contest at FidoFriendly.com. 
Provide your pet protection from biting pests with an easy once-a-month application. Advantage 2 quickly kills fleas within 12 hours on cats and dogs. Canine Advantage 2, for dogs only, repels and kills ticks, fleas, mosquitoes, repels biting flies, and kills lice. Advantage 2 and Canine Advantage 2 are waterproof and kill all flea life stages. Advantage 2 and Canine Advantage 2 are available at your veterinarian or favorite pet specialty retailer and are registered trademarks of Bayer. Hi, this is Emmylou Harris on Animal Radio. Please stay new to your pet. Celebrating our connection with our pets, this is Animal Radio. Here are your hosts, Al Abrams and Judy Francis. And your whole dream team is here. Well, almost your whole dream team is here to answer your questions at 1-866-405-8405. In for Dr. Debbie this week is Dr. Greg Neal filling in. And uh, oh, Debbie needed a vacation. She really did. And uh, Ladybug, the studio stunt dog, is is not... Not too happy. She's uh, she's making a little bit of noise here. Now, of course, she was the first. She was. <laughs> yeah, settle down. What do you think about that, Joey? Do your dogs you know, do that? I don't know what's going on here. Where's Vlad? She's got a new knee, she's new attitude, control. everything. Yeah. Well, this is the doctor that diagnosed the luxating patella, so it may be related somehow. But uh, oh. I got to tell you. She is recovering phenomenally. She is doing so well, and you can hear her in the background. So if you hear Ladybug, the studio stunt dog, that's what's going on. Uh, we'll go back to the phones in just a couple of minutes, but an article came across my desk a few weeks ago about dog theft, and it's on the increase, up 32%. Ladybug thinks she's going to get stolen. Oh, is, is that what's it? happening? I got her. No one will take her from me. This was a they survey. They return her real quick. Yep. Where's Vlade, by the way? Let's get Vlade in here. And I'll she really? get him, get she him. wouldn't act like this if he Straighten were here. Straighten this out. <laughs> we welcome to the show Lisa Peterson from the AKC, the American Kennel Club, who sent me the press release about the dog theft. Welcome to the show. Thank you. How are you doing today? Oh, we're doing just fine. How are you and Ladybug? <laughs> you, can, you can hear. You can hear her. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really concerned, though, about this dog theft increase. And what's happening to these animals that are being stolen? And are there certain breeds? Well, um, we've noticed that people are... Um, Stealing dogs certainly because of economic reasons, uh, money basically. They they steal them to either keep for themselves, not wanting to pay a purchase price, say for a purebred puppy or even an adoption fee for a dog from a shelter. Um, also, they may be giving them to others as gifts, and then also they may be selling them to on the black market. Uh, uh. We notice that smaller breeds, um, obviously, they're easier to steal, but also they're more popular in general. Uh, breeds like Maltese. Pomeranians, Yorkshire Terriers, so you know these are the breeds that are targeted, as well as puppies, because they're small and cute and adorable, and everyone loves them. So if I have a mud, a Heinz 57, I should still worry. You know, you should, because for the first time this year, we've seen a number of shelters broken into and dogs taken, and even at adoption events. I have one instance here I was looking at. A man in California was denied adoption, and then he just walked off with the dog when the um, workers weren't watching. Wow. Now, are any of these animals being stolen for research? I, I told someone about this last week, and they said, oh, they're being stolen and sold to research scientists. <laughs> well, you do hear that occasionally, but, you know, since the 1960s when the Animal Welfare Act was put into effect because of that, um, there is a lot of oversight for this. So, um, you know, I don't believe that that is one of the reasons. What can we do to keep our dogs safe and all of our animals? Well, for prevention, you know, it's common sense stuff, but certainly you don't want to let your dog off the leash uh, in public areas. You know, keeping your dog close to you in public uh, won't catch the attention of thieves should they wander away from you. 
Um, also, be cautious with uh, information when strangers approach you. There was a family in Tulsa, Oklahoma, that uh, had their cute pit bull puppy out in the park with them, and apparently um, someone came up, asked questions, and then the next morning the same person broke into their home and at gunpoint tied up the family and stole the puppy. So mm. you know, really keep your information you know, to yourselves about your dog if some strangers approach you. And, of course, another one we've seen is um, don't leave your dog unattended in your yard. Uh, there was a gentleman who uh, was in North Carolina, and he left his adorable bulldog in his backyard for 15 minutes while he went shopping. And when he came back, the chain link fence was stretched to the outside, and that's wow. how they got in to steal the dog. Yeah, I went out to dinner last night, and I saw the cutest little dog in a car in the parking lot. And I can't do that. I don't take my dog with me and leave her in the car. But are they safe in your car, locked? No, they're not. And certainly when you're on the road, you should never leave your dog unattended in your car. Uh, You know, we've seen um, dogs taken out of the car, you know, targeted. We've seen dogs stolen along with the GPS and a laptop. And then, of course, if your car is stolen and your dog is inside, that's not a good idea either. And something we see here in urban areas, uh, people tie their dogs up outside a store if they Mm -hmm. go in to run a quick errand. And that really makes your dog vulnerable for a crime. What kind of ID should we be using? There's so so much conflict on, should it be microchips, should it be tags, tattoos, what is it? Well, certainly a collar tag is uh, what people will see the most, but many times, of course, you know, leashes and collars are taken off stolen dogs and lost mm-hmm. dogs. So, uh, you know, we advocate, obviously, for permanent identification. Um, a microchip is a really great option for dog owners. Uh, this is something that, uh, you know, all shelter workers and vets and animal control officers know where exactly to look for the microchip. They're implanted right under the skin between the shoulder blades and there are universal scanners out there now for all microchips to be read so the great thing about the microchip is it proves that you are the original owner of the dog Mm. especially if you keep your information updated in the pet recovery service but you know this is really the best way to protect your pet should it be stolen we've seen dogs recovered they've showed up at vets offices at shelters and they've discovered that the pets were stolen because people do report them as stolen and been reunited with their um, with their owners Mm -hmm. The AKC, they have a 24-hour recovery service? Yes, since uh, 1995, uh, we are the only nonprofit um, pet recovery service, and uh, we have more than 4 million um, pets of all species enrolled, and we've had 400,000 recoveries to date. Wow. Wow, that's very good. The website, www.akccar.org, and we'll put the link over at the website at animalradio.com. Thank you so much for joining us today, Lisa. We appreciate it. Uh, you're welcome, and uh, good luck with Ladybug. Uh, yeah. Thank you. She's, she's quieted down there. <laughs> she's, she's getting better. She's, she's, she's getting much better there. We're going to go back to the phones in just a couple of seconds. Dr. Neal will be taking some calls for you, answering your vet medical questions. He's in for Dr. Debbie today. one 866 405 And let's take a call for groomer, dog father, Joey Volani. We have, which one are we going to, Judy? And who's on line three? We have Cheryl. Hi, Cheryl. Welcome to the show. Hi. What's on your mind? I have a bearded collie in a full coat, and I was going to one groomer for a long time, and it was, you know, a little far from home, and a new one opened up in town, so I decided to try her, and she told me that my dog was extremely matted, so she charged a certain price, Uh. and then she agreed that if I put it on a schedule, then it would be another price. So I did it for uh, five weeks, and when I came, she said it was even more knotted than the first time. So I, I agreed, and then I booked a three-week appointment, and now she tells me that she won't groom the dog anymore, that it's my responsibility to comb it, 
And I was wondering who, you know, isn't that what I'm paying a groomer for? Well, oh. <laughs> you know what? That's, that's, um, it, it, it's a funny question. And, um, when you got a dog like that in full coat, um, it definitely needs work at, in the, in the home. There's, um, nothing that a groomer can do, whether it's, um, two weeks out, three weeks out, six weeks out. Um, what you want to do is compare it. Now, I don't know if you have long, short hair, but if you have a long hair and you didn't comb your hair, um, on a daily base what it would look like in a couple of days and you can have knots and tangles multiply that by a hundred because don't forget your dog is running um you know through the furniture rolling on the ground it's doing everything that you wouldn't do with your own hair and it's not it's it's probably knotting up now do you have a brush that you use now I mean, do you, do you brush the dog whatsoever at home no not at no, all I, I i bring it for a service and you I know what you, you gotta understand I mean, that, how that, often that's, can i bring it can i bring it i you know Every two weeks is too much. Four, three weeks, is, but, you know. But if you're doing, if you're doing nothing, nothing at all to your pet, and um, and basically um, you're looking for the groomer to um, get out the knots and tangles all the time, there definitely will be a charge. You're definitely going to have a dog that's knotted. Now I don't know the activity level of your dog. Well, he doesn't do more anything but the walk dog, around the house. We don't even walk him. And you know I, what? It, but even even that alone, walking on 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 the carpet, the furniture, attracting um static electricity, which is moving the coat. Anytime the coat moves, it it turns, it binds, but the other it groomer, weaves itself the other into, into did a it from Her house, and she charged you know a, a a price, and she didn't you know. So basically, this groomer told me to go back to the other groomer. Well, you know what I mean. If if the groomer does, just, if doesn't you know, want to do it, if it was if it was me as the groomer, and I had to deal with a dog that was knotted every single time, honestly, um, right. I would either charge you, and 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 if 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 the client did not want to pay the fee, I would basically say the same thing. What you definitely want to do to make it easier for you, and it'll probably be a lot less expensive, is go out and get yourself a slicker brush. And a slicker brush is, is, is a, is a brush that has short metal curved pins. And you want to brush your dog minimum, minimum three times a week. You know, just take 10 minutes and do it. Run a comb through it. And it's going to save you a lot of heartache and time, especially well, if you, if you like the current grooming that you're going to. Well, that's what she told um, but, you to do. That's what she okay, told and, but you, you know what? And that's, that's probably the best advice that, that, um, that, that, that she could give you because a dog like that in full coat, there is, there's, there's no magic. There's no magic well, of, of, of knots job. and tangles. She, she comes out beautiful. She does a nice job. Yes. Okay. You know, I would, I would definitely listen to her advice because it's really good advice. And not that the other groomer is, is, um, you know, is, is not doing the right thing. Well, but I'll tell you what, a lot of times. Well, there, there you go. There you go. You just, you, you basically just answered your, your, your own question. So yeah. what I would do is, is, is I would put a brush and comb through it, you know, um, a few times a week. Go to the groomer that you like, and I think that you'll be much happy, and your dog definitely will be, because you know what? When they go to a grooming salon and, 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 and they are nodded, even if the groomer takes the the, the most amount of time and is very gentle. That's it's still said. pulling and tugging on the dog. It's she a little bit she painful. Didn't want to do so. it to him, that she she felt bad for the dog, and that I I couldn't have him in this kind of coat if I didn't contribute. She is one hundred and ten percent right, right um, and I hope that doesn't make you angry that I'm no, saying that. No, but no, she's no. I to, She's one hundred and ten percent right, okay, and and I would continue you. to go to that groom because that groom is telling you the right thing. Thank you. 
Thank you very much. Thanks for your call today. We appreciate it, Cheryl. 1-866-405-8405 to connect with any one of the Dream Team right now. You know who the Dream Team is, right? Well, in for Dr. Debbie today, Dr. Greg Neal. Debbie had to take a little vacation, okay? She's, she's been nonstop for what, <laughs> 10 years? <laughs> Good for a break. Animal communicator Joy Turner is also here. Susan Sims and Vladi, the world's famous Russian dog wizard. What kind of tip can we look for later from you, Joey? Well, I got the fashion police out. Uh, Autumn's coming. So uh, we're going to talk about, you know, the colors of autumn and what your dog should be wearing to keep your dog in style here. You know, you need a dog in style. I know. We we, we can't, you know. I mean, they got to look good. I want to know what the colors are. You have to give us a heads up. Stacy, what are you working on? It always seems like in some kind of a tragic event, there's some miracle that happens that sort of balances it out. Well, this time, a baby was born. It had four legs, though. That's not unusual for it. Um, And it was born in a quite an unusual place. I'll tell you about it coming up on Animal Radio News. I'm riveted. (laughs) You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. Animal Radio is brought to you by... New from Bayer Animal Health. Advantage 2 quickly kills fleas within 12 hours. K9 Advantage 2 for dogs only repels and kills ticks, fleas, mosquitoes, repels biting flies, and kills lice. Both products are waterproof and kill all flea life stages. Advantage 2 and K9 Advantage 2 are registered trademarks of Bayer. This is an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Pets Life Oral Care. Now there's a healthy and natural solution to prevent oral disease in your pet with no brushing required. I'm Stacy Cohen for Animal Radio. Well, as New York City frantically prepared for Hurricane Irene, a baby lamb was born quietly in a stable. And a child was born in the city. That's my Elvis, my really bad Elvis impression. Uh, just trying to kind of relate that song to this story. Anyway, it was a, a lamb, not a child, and it was born in a stable. And they named it Irene Hope, which is cool. This was no ordinary birth for the Central Park Zoo. She was a really big surprise. It's actually rare to see a lamb born late in August. Staffers discovered the newborn Southdown sheep, who weighed in at around 8 pounds while they were ready in the zoo for the storm. She was snuggling with her mom, Truffle. The staff ushered them to safety as the winds whipped and the floodwaters rose around the zoo walls. The first 24 hours of nursing is critical to a lamb's health as floodwaters receded around the zoo early on that Sunday morning. They uh, were very relieved when they found the lamb and you resting peacefully. Well, I don't know what is with people carrying these things on the plane and thinking that they can get away with it. Um, body scanners at the airport found more than just weapons at Miami International Airport recently. The Transportation Security Administration says that it caught a man trying to smuggle seven snakes and three tortoises in his pants. <laughs> ah, is that a tortoise or are you just happy to see me? Whoa. Anyway, the suspect was trying to get through the security checkpoint on a flight from Miami to Brazil. When he was stopped, he was arrested and the creatures turned over to the Department of Fish and Wildlife. I can just see him taking away. Wait, that snake's really mine. It's attached to me. Don't take that. More than 41,000 people have joined a viral campaign on Change.org, and this is to remove a dogfighting game. They want to remove KG Dogfighting. It's a game that was created by Cage Games for the Android market. Robert Pragelman, who's the author of the Seattle Dog Spot blog, he launched this online campaign after he read some reports claiming that Google had responded to the public outcry against the dogfighting game by temporarily pulling the app. 
Well, contrary to media reports, Google never removed any version of KG dogfighting from the market. And the patience of dog lovers waiting for Google to take this cruel game off the market is running out fast. KG dogfighting has been condemned by law enforcement officials as well as animal advocates. KG dogfighting is in effect a cyber training manual for the illegal enterprise of dogfighting, according to Wayne Passell. He is the president and CEO of the Humane Society of the U.S. He said we must exhibit a zero-tolerance policy for this barbaric practice, which we are working so hard to uproot from our communities. In a Senate hearing in May, Google's Alan Davidson stated that apps that are unlawful or directly related to unlawful activity, we do take those down. But apparently they have not taken this down yet. I'm Stacy Cohen. Get more animal breaking news at AnimalRadio.com. This has been an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Pets Life Oral Care. Our pets can show signs of oral disease by age three. Pets Life is the healthy and natural solution with no brushing required. Visit PetsLife.com. That's Pets with a Z.com. Did you know that 80% of dogs show signs of oral disease by age 3? And the cost to fix these issues can be up to $1,000. Now there's a healthy, natural, and affordable solution. And no brushing is required. Pets Life Oral Care breaks down the plaque and tartar that leads to gum disease and bad breath. To avoid those large vet bills and keep your pet healthy, call 888-453-4682. That's 888-453-4682. Or visit PetsLife.com. That's Pets with a Z one 405 to connect with any one of the Dream Team right now. In for Dr. Debbie this week, we have Dr. Greg Neal, who practices here in Morro Bay, your clinic's uh, Morro Bay vet, veteran, Veterinary Clinic, is that it? That's the one. Very good. Well, welcome to the show. And filling in over here is uh, Joey Volani. He's the dog father. I believe that Vlade, the world-famous Russian dog wizard, is is dealing with Ladybug, the studio stunt dog right now, who's, I got to say, she when she saw you show up at her front door, she was a little upset today, wasn't she? Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know what happened. He, he, um, he caused a lot of commotion. Does that usually happen? I, I'm getting a little offended. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Don't take it yeah. personally. No, he just was saying hello. I think I think she was just saying hello. Now, Doctor Neal was the one that diagnosed Ladybug with the luxating patella, and of course referred her to uh, get knee surgery, which she's recovering very well. It's it's hard to believe that she ever had surgery, so that may be the connection. I don't know if that's. The I, I think I'm responsible. Maybe she's just saying thank you. I'm responsible for all the pain. I guess you get a smart dog on your hands here. Let's uh, go to the phones. Linda. Hey, Linda. How are you doing? I'm fine. How are you? Welcome to the show. Where are you calling from today? I'm calling from Anaheim, California. Beautiful. I have Doctor Neal joining us, and he's going to answer your vet medical questions. What's going on? Okay, I have a 15-year-old little um, toy poodle, and he, he's getting up there in years, and he really now has some arthritis in his front legs, and when he walks, he limps really, really bad, some days worse than others. I was just wondering if there's something that I can do to help relieve some of his pain. Yeah, of course. There's 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 quite a few things. Uh, has he been seen by a veterinarian of the um, the well, length I of the next Well, I take him to the vet just um, for his his yearly shots and his rabies, and if he gets really sick. But you know, they just say, "Oh, he's getting old." That's all they tell me. Right, right. So no X-rays were taken of any no, sort. No, not okay. for for that. Yeah, um, you know, oftentimes we'll recommend uh, an X-ray. Try to pinpoint where the problem is. Uh, certainly, the older pets. 
do develop a lot of arthritis, but we can also see cancerous processes that can mask themselves. Um, glucosamine, chondroitin supplements can do a world of good uh, in all the joints by lubricating the joints, trying to slow the arthritis down. And what um, was the name of it? That would be, there's a variety of products, but they basically all have glucosamine and chondroitin as the ingredients, and there's a variety of veterinary products, over-the-counter products that you can purchase. Okay. Uh, and they're, they're very safe to use. Occasionally, we'll have a pet that gets some vomiting, diarrhea, and we have to discontinue it, but really no uh, serious side effects. Um, so that's like an ointment that I would just rub on his leg? No, no, no. This is an oral. It's either, oh, a pill. Yeah, it's okay. like a, a capsule or a pill or okay. a, a liquid that you give. Is he a normal weight, would you say? Or? No, he's fat. Well, that's the other thing I was going to say. He's not getting much exercise because he can't walk. He walks really yeah. slow. You know, we walk him around the complex where I live, just like on the weekends, but during the week when my husband's working, see, I'm disabled. I just let him out in the yard, and he just walks around the yard. Is that him barking in the background? No, that's my other dog. Oh. I have a five-year-old American Eskimo, too. I have, a, I have another pet barking at me wow. today. Yeah. And I have a cat. <laughs> well, 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 you know, one of the most important things with an arthritic pet, as important as any medicine we use, is getting their weight down. And I understand what you're saying. It's kind of a vicious cycle when they don't, yeah, yeah, when they don't exercise. I mean, and, not, and they have no problem yeah. eating or yeah. going to potty or anything. And they're not exercising. They're not burning calories. So trying to get them on a low-calorie food, a reducing diet would be the way to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do see a lot of dogs with a, uh, over, or a underactive thyroid condition, too. Mm-hmm. And do you think he eats enough food to be overweight? Yeah, I think he does. Okay, he, all right. He doesn't eat as much as the, the younger one. You know, he meet, maybe eats a third of what the American Eskimo eats. Right, and of course we have a variety of non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs. They can work wonders at decreasing the inflammation, decreasing the pain. Uh, so we oftentimes will use those in combination with... No, it doesn't hurt me to periodically give him a baby aspirin, does it? A uh, baby aspirin, it depends on you know his size and the dose you're using. Well, it's uh, like an 81 milligram, and I don't give it to him daily. I give it to him like maybe once a week. It's, it's pretty safe as long as you're not seeing vomiting, diarrhea, lack yeah, of appetite. He yeah, he doesn't do that. It's pretty mild. In other words, the effects you'll get from aspirin... Um, is, is is not really as great as what we'll see with some of our prescription drugs. But, uh-huh. you know, if he seems comfortable with that. Well, I know. I've been doing it when I see him limp. Some days he's really limping bad. Right. And he can't jump up on the sofa anymore, and I have to lift him. Then when he's up there, if you go in another room, he starts barking and barking because he's afraid to jump down because he knows it hurts. Exactly. So then i got to go get him and, yeah. you know, put him on the floor. Right. He might have you just where he wants you, too. You know, he, well, he wasn't like that until the past couple months. He would jump okay. down. I couldn't, he couldn't get up. Okay. Cause he you would know, jump down, but lately now he won't even jump down. So I guess he realizes it really hurts him. Yeah, and he's also getting a free elevator ride there. So, I, mean, he, <laughs> <laughs> I put little, you know, those little styrofoam steps so he could climb up on the bed. I don't think he likes those. Okay. He's, All right. I, don't think I think they're too soft, and he's not fond of those at all. So he won't even walk up those. Yeah, well, I think I, I think the the over the counter glucosamine products would certainly be a fir- a good first start. Mm-hmm. Uh, you may want to, I mean, before you get on the prescription drugs, you may want to have your veterinarian really evaluate where exactly the problem is, what joint it is, and maybe snap an X ray just to make sure it is arthritis and not something okay. more severe than that. Now, now, one other question: Can I ask you one more? Sure. Um, he does a lot of that <coughs> that kind of coughing like that. What do you think that could be? It's just because he's got that really small trachea when they get old. Like if he he gets, you know, like he'll lay a certain way or he eats too fast, he does that little, that snorting kind of cough. Well, yeah, the toy breeds are notorious for getting a trachea collapse. It's usually more of a honking type of a cough. 
And I don't know if I want yeah, to embarrass myself. No, I know what you mean because yeah. he does that. I don't know if I want to embarrass myself by making the noise, but it's kind of like a <laughs> like that. Yeah, exactly. Oh, okay. Yeah, he does. And then he does a <laughs> afterward, okay. you yeah, know, like right. trying to clear his throat. Yeah, and they usually do it when they get excited or if they're eating or drinking something. He does it when, like, I'm sleeping and I'll hear him wake oh. up on the, on the bed because I put him in bed with me because I'm always, because he'll bark if I don't. Yeah, I can. And, and, he'll, and he'll, wake up, he'll wake me up. I'm hearing him do it. Yeah, I can usually diagnose that pretty easily, an x-ray for sure, but just by pressing in the right place on the trachea, you can usually bring the cough on very easily. Again, uh, here I'm just rubbing them, like kind of comforting them, letting them know, okay, it's all right. You know? Right, and the weight loss, believe it or not, the weight loss will help with that too. We do see this usually in the small to medium breeds that are middle-aged to older age that are overweight. So getting some weight off can help out. There's also a variety of cough suppressants, bronchodilators that can be used. Again, prescription drugs, so your veterinarian would have to prescribe those. Sounds wonderful. You've been a lot of help, but I wasn't sure what to do. Thank you for your call, Linda. Thank you. Have a great day. 1-866-405-8405 to connect with any one of the Dream Team now. And yes, you are an honorary Dream Team member today. For the day. Yes. Yeah. This portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by Stella and Chewies. We've been talking about the dog food for years now. And now you need to know about the cat food, especially if you have a cat. Dog food all along. The anyway. cat's been eating the dog yeah. food. So now they have one just for the cat. That's how we discovered that our cats love it. We <laughs> told them over at Stella and Chewy. So they created a formula with 100% raw meat. The dinners are made without grains, fillers, artificial preservatives, coloring, sugar, or salt. You won't find any of that nasty stuff in the food. Yeah. Yes, Mika loves that food because it's a give her what she needs. It's a raw materials, low, uh, raw feeling. And energy for boost her through the daily activities. I also use it as behavior modification uh, traits. So it's not just for nutrition, but also for behavioral. And it works in two ways. Number one, it's calming the dog down because it's a protein-based combination, um, almost pure amino acids, which is have a calming effect on the dog's mind. But it also, I do like a Pavlov reconditioning. For instance, if the dog barks on someone when somebody is approaching to the the door. I ask my clients to give uh, Stella and Chews to the dog, and uh, they and they associate us the positive things. Good stuff, Stella and Chewies. You heard it from Vladi. Give it a try. This is Animal Radio. Do you have an aging pet? How about a scratchy dog or an anxious cat? The natural vet, Dr. Sean Messonnier, recommends Pet Pals Vitamins. Pet Pals formulas provide safe, affordable nutritional therapy with noticeable benefits. Pet Pals are flavored, chewable tablets that can be given as a treat or crumbled and mixed in with your pet's food. Give your pal the gift of wellness and longevity. Try Pet Pals risk-free today with our satisfaction guarantee. Go to AnimalRadio.com for your 10% off coupon now. Celebrating seven years as the finest resource site for aging dogs, cats, and their owners. SeniorPetProducts.com provides the latest news, information, and products for the life of your pet. At SeniorPetProducts.com, you'll find everything your aging pets need and our friendly support staff ready to answer your questions. New customers enter promo code SAVE25 on our homepage or at checkout to receive 25% off your entire order. The most trusted authority on all things Senior Pet. SeniorPetProducts.com. When I went looking for a quality allergen-free dog food for Roscoe, a friend told me about canine caviar. Being a born skeptic, I examined every ingredient and most importantly, made sure it drove our dog's taste buds crazy. Here's the lowdown. Canine caviar is holistic, allergen-free, with raw dehydrated meats, herbs, fish oil, and flaxseed for health and joint support. 
Good food for Roscoe from a company I can trust. Ask your pet store for canine caviar. Learn more at caninecaviar.com. 1-866-405-8405 to connect with the Dream Team. And today, sitting in for Dr. Debbie on the Dream Team is Dr. Greg Neal. He practices here in Morro Bay. So if you're looking for a vet, he's our vet. It's the Morro Bay Veterinary Clinic off of Main Street. Is it Main Street? It's on Quintana, actually. Quintana, okay. Yeah, it's off of Main Street on Quintana. And thank you for the plug. That's very nice. We'll put all the information over at the website if you're anywhere in the Central Coast looking for a good vet. <laughs> this is the guy right here, I'll tell you. Mucho appreciated. Uh, we're going to the phone, and we have, I believe we're going to line four. We have Mike on the phone. Hey, Mike. Hey, Hal. How's it going? Good. What's going on in your world? Oh, nothing much. Just enjoying the sunshine. What's going on with the animal? i uh, just kind of curious. He's, uh, he's, about every third step, he skips. It's a dog we're talking about, right? Yes. And he's always kind of been like that and um, kind of wondering if, you know, if it was something that we're going to have to worry about down the road. You know, he doesn't seem to be in any pain. He does run when he wants to, but... And so this is obviously a back leg that we're skipping on, right? Yes. And uh, how old is he? Uh, he's about six years old. And do you think kind of from almost from birth or very early in life he was doing this? Yes. Um, and is it, is it just on one side that he does that? Yeah. Okay. All right. And when you've touched the leg, it doesn't seem painful to you? No. His leg, uh, or if I grab his, you know, lower back and rub or anything like that, you know, sometimes he'll, you know, stretch and look at you, but he never makes any whimpering or any kind of sounds that it hurts. And as a, have you, uh, your regular veterinarian has looked into this or not necessarily? Yeah. Um, one of the ones a long time ago uh, had kind of looked at him and thought maybe it was the uh, Jenner from the parents may not have, you know, maybe they were bred too much or they had the same problems. And Yeah, I was probably talking about uh, patella luxation, uh, medially luxating patella, um, similar to what... Uh, Ladybug, the studio stunt dog. The had. studio stunt dog, yes. Um, you know, that's usually a pretty easy diagnosis for us. We can put uh, a little bit of pressure on the kneecap, which is called the patella, and we can push it out of joint. Sometimes it's out of joint all the time, and we can't push it back in joint. Um, many dogs that are born with this from birth, it's amazing. I mean, they kind of turn their legs outward. They will do a little bit of an abnormal gait or walk, uh, but they don't seem in pain. They seem to do okay. And for those particular pets, we don't usually recommend any surgery for them. They can certainly be put on some glucosamine chondroitin supplements to try to slow down any arthritis. Um, if it's something where they are definitely carrying the leg up and you feel like it's uh, affecting their daily life, then, yeah, surgery would be recommended. There's a whole variety of different surgical procedures that can be done based upon how severe the problem is. Um, Ladybug actually had a traumatic rupture, so this is a pet that I'm assuming did not have a prior problem with this and did something to cause it to pop out of joint. Now, in that case, there's quite a bit of pain, quite a bit of swelling, and nearly every one of those pets needs to have surgery to get that patella back in where it belongs. So is it likely that Mike's dog here, he may never have to do anything? I think that if this is something you've seen, you know, from before a year of life, and we're six years of age right now, and you haven't noticed any worsening of it, I think there's a good chance nothing has to be done about it. We certainly would never recommend breeding a dog. So if your pet was intact, these are not genetics uh, problems that you want to transfer on to 
the offspring. We want to try to rid this from the uh, dog population if possible. Does that answer some questions there, Michael? Sure it does. Thanks. I appreciate it. Thanks for calling. 1-866-405-8405 to connect with any one of the Dream Team right now. You're listening to Animal Radio. Animal Radio, baby. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five to connect with any one of the Dream Team right now could be Doctor Debbie. Well, I'm sorry, not Doctor Debbie. This week, someone not as attractive as Doctor Debbie. Well, hey, wait but, a minute. Speak for yourself, <laughs> Doctor Greg Neal. I think he's attractive. So there you go. Will be joining us and answering your questions. Grimmer Joey Volani is here. Animal communicator Joey Turner and Vladi, the world famous Russian dog wizard. Yes, you're right, Judy. It probably all depends. Yes, on, on your point of view. Yes, on exactly. your point of view. Exactly. Yes. Yes. I would probably find him attractive. Also, he's perfect person to fill in for Doctor Debbie, and she'll be back next week, right here on Animal Radio. Uh, two weeks ago, I asked you, "What has your pet ruined?" What is your pet uh, chewed up, destroyed? Call me at one eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. I also ask you to email me or Facebook us. And we got so many responses. Apparently, there's a lot of bad animals out there. <laughs> <laughs> that, Sounds familiar. <laughs> but uh, there was there's a couple. Sammy St. Croix wrote us on Facebook, and he says, My Afghan hound ate an entire turkey fresh out of the oven with only the bite I had missing and the whole bird in 20 minutes. I don't know if it was Thanksgiving or not, but that would be a horrible way to spend your Thanksgiving with the turkey all. Gone, yeah. Afghan hounds, it's one of the most slow dogs to learn. I mean, for some, I mean, they're just so slow. I don't use another word on on the radio, but, you know, it's not my favorite breed to train. What do you think about setters? Because Patrick, the wayward setter, according to Diane, she wrote me, she says that he has taken it upon himself to anything that's left out on the counter she says she had a dish of butter she always left it out on the counter (laughs) she couldn't figure out why she was going through butter so fast she says it seemed like she put out a new stick every morning and the dish was always so clean (laughs) stealing from the counter it's called counter surfing surfing whatever you call it counter surfing Yeah, and it's a very easy solution for that. You know, let the dog be corrected on his own. Well, all what you need to do, people, to create from the plywood like a double counter, very light one. So not going to hurt anyone. And you're going to put it on the edge of your uh, regular uh, table counter and have to put some weights. I like to put some uh, some uh, Pepsi-Cola, Coca-Cola cans, but I'm going to fill them with uh, pennies so make the noise. And after that, you know, so basically it will be almost stable. stable. And after I'm going to put some... Um, cheese or treats or whatever steaks, whatever the dogs like to steal. And, um, you know, after I just uh, leave the room and let the nature take care of the car. So you're so setting it up, you're setting it up, and then you're going to uh, discipline. Discipline happening on its own. Look, 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 hell, how many times did you see the dogs uh, jumps on the rose bushes? Not okay, too many. Not too many, unless it's a stupid lab or golden yes. who yeah. just don't care, you know. So uh, that's how the mama nature knows. So uh, you dog all these people have uh, two trainers, you and environment. I like I like to do both. In this particular situation for stealing, I like 
like the environment will take care of the issues. So the dog wants to steal something and everything just falling on the floor <laughs> with all those noises uh, and bam, boom, bam, that's happening. I don't know. It sounds like too much to clean up. But Diane, the lady who just sent me this email, she also finishes her email with saying that it wasn't so bad that the butter was missing. She says she almost puked when she realized how much of the leftover butter she had been consuming before she discovered <laughs> oh. the dog was eating it. Let's uh, hit the phones. We have, which one are we going to? We're going to Corey, and this is a call for animal communicator Joy Turner. Corey, welcome to the show. Hello. Hi, Corey. Thank you. What's going on? My question is, uh, being a long-haul truck driver, got my my, um, puppy on the truck with me, and I'm just wondering how she feels about being on the truck. Tell me your name. Her name is Miss Bailey. And you said she's a pug? She is is a pug miniature pincher mix. Okay. Okay, is she new on the truck with you, relatively? Well, she's uh, she's only about seven months old, and she's been on the truck with me ever since she uh, she was old enough to be away from mom. Okay, this explains her initial response to me was she's not really sure exactly what she's supposed to be doing. So, do you have a job that you want her to do for you while she's on the truck? She likes going with you she feels like if she had something to do she would be really important because nobody else gets to go with you basically right there's uh i've got five five dogs at home and out of five dogs she's the one that goes with me so she needs a job to do and just think of i mean it can be just to keep you company it could be to watch the truck when you're out of it or you know anything at all that you wanted her to do just give her a little job and she'll be totally happy Okay, well, she's uh, she's an excellent guard dog. She she's actually learned to watch the mirrors on this truck. She uh, sees somebody behind the truck, and she'll start barking and let me know. Perfect. We'll make that her job then. So, do I just tell her that's her job, or how do I? Yep. Well, okay. I can tell her for you that basically what I'm going to tell her, and I make pictures in my mind while I'm talking to her, is that. You really love the way she keeps you company. That would be something that you would love for her to keep doing. And the other thing you really love is that she watches out for the truck and tells you things that you may not be aware of. And okay. she's very happy about that. And I'm, I'm extremely happy when uh, when I leave the truck and she she sits there and keeps guard on it for me. Yep, she that's does a very good job. Can, you can talk to her just like you would a person. Make pictures in your mind and talk a little bit slower is all. Okay. Okay. I, I will certainly do that. Perfect. Thank you so much. Thanks for your that. call. I think, Joey, most of the dogs in this country have this job anyway. You don't need to teach anyone. You just knock on somebody's door. <laughs> if not, if not the dog who lives there bark, the neighbor's dogs bark. I mean, <laughs> they barking, you know, heads off anyway. It's just uh, unbelievable, unbelievable. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five to connect with any one of the dream team. Right now. May I ask you a question quickly? Pretty quick. Yes. Okay. Are you against um, the shock collars? No, I am for using not a shock collar because shock can be static and the current. When you say shock, people 
probably scared. I mean, falling from the tables. So people hate it. But like we say, from the hate to the love, it's just one step. Even plastic knife in the wrong hands can be, you know, extremely dangerous weapon. But in the right hands, it could be an amazing device. I would use it just under supervision of professional. I would not advise to do it on your own because if you cannot do it better, don't make it worse. Use with the rope first because it's a much easier to do. You cannot make any mistakes. If it doesn't work, that would be valuable option for you, but call the professional for that. Just one lesson. Thanks for your call. 1-866-405-8405 to connect with any one of the Dream Team right now. This is Animal Radio. Celebrating our connection with our pets, this is Animal Radio. Here are your hosts, Al Abrams and Judy Francis. 1-866-405-8405 to connect with anyone of the Dream Team right now. How are you doing? Have a good day. Judy, you already look a little stressed. The show's Frazzled. just starting. <laughs> oh, poor girl. Uh, you know, I don't know why I bothered trying to keep a schedule. Well, you have a big team to take care of. Of course, you have groomer Joy Volani, animal communicator Joy Turner. Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard, which in itself is quite a task. Oh, he makes, makes up for five people. And, of course, I, I help you. I assist, don't I? I... Keep saying that. <laughs> Let's uh, take one for animal communicator Joy Turner. We have Beverly on the phone. Hi, Beverly. How are you doing? I am fine. How are you? Good. Where are you calling from today? Patterson, New York. Patterson, New York. Are you drawing out? Yes, we're almost there. Good for you. <laughs> Joy Turner's right here. How can she help you? Okay, um, what I need to know is that about three and a half years ago, I had a long-haired black cat come a-calling, and um, she left. I fed her a little bit. She left, and then she came back, and she stayed. And the thing is that what's strange about it is that the day that she decided to stay, she followed me in when I went to bed, and she jumped up on the bed, and she lied right next to me real close. With these big green eyes, she's staring at me and almost to say, you know who I am. And until this day, three and a half years later, I still don't know where she came from, if she was. She was didn't look like a stray because she had been fixed. And she was kept very nice. And I was just wondering whether or not she is one of my animals that passed away and then finally decided to come back. Tell me the name of the one that you have now. I call her J-Lo. Okay, and she is so shouting in my head, yes, you are supposed to know her. She is the reincarnation of another one of your cats that passed before. Okay. Someone that you had when you were younger, someone that when you look in her eyes, I mean like quite a bit younger, when you look in her eyes, it should trigger, feels like almost a childhood memory. All right, because the thing is that, you know, she's not giving me any signs to where that she re- she resembles anybody because all... If she's one of my cats, all my cats were very lovable and giving, you know, allow me to hug them and kiss them and pick them up. With her, you have to watch her because if you pick her up and you put her down, she swats at you. If you touch her in the wrong way, she bites you. So Bear I- in mind, Beverly, when souls reincarnate, mm-hmm. they don't necessarily keep the same exact personality traits. Sometimes they are totally opposite personality traits. So the way that you would be able to connect with her, and she's really wanting you to get this rather than me to tell you, would be to look into her eyes. Don't think about it. Just look into her eyes and see what pops to you. She is one of your previous cats. So how about if you try that? And if you don't get it, then call back again. 
And I'll see if I can convince her to tell me. Right, but if this is going back many, many years when I was a child? Uh, well, it feels like a long time ago, and I don't know exactly what your age is now, and I wouldn't dream of asking that on the air. So. No problem. I have no problem. <laughs> um, yeah, it feels like a long time ago, so it could be childhood. Okay. Hope that helps, Beverly. Um, I'm, well, I'm going to give it a try. Thanks for your call. one 405 8405 to connect with any one of the Dream Team right now. Joe, do you believe in the recon, recon, uh, re, reincarnation? I have yeah. to because I can talk to spiritual guides and souls, and I have lived with animals who have been the reincarnation of souls of other dogs that have been with me or cats. So, yeah, it's well, like I, I, believe it's I don't really get a choice. I have to. Yeah, I, I, I believe it too. I, I believe so many dogs uh, who I'm meeting on the daily basis, I think they were criminal humans in the in the past life, and the God sent him them back for education or something. But most of them learn nothing, you know. They're still growling, <laughs> still snapping. They still want to kill. So well, you know, party's over. They come to teach you. Yeah. It, it, <laughs> <laughs> you know, they they coming. They thinking it's another American trainer who's gonna lick their butts. They don't know it's a Russian <laughs> trainer who's gonna kick their butts. <laughs> you know, that's. <laughs> Hi, this is Iron Chef Cat Cora on Animal Radio. Please adopt a pet. Animal Radio is brought to you by SeniorPetProducts.com. As your best friend settles into middle age and shows signs of slowing down, SeniorPetProducts.com is there to help your senior pets live to the fullest with thousands of products for the life of your pet. SeniorPetProducts.com. Celebrating our connection with our pets, this is Animal Radio. Here are your hosts, Hal Abrams and Judy Francis. In for Dr. Debbie today, Dr. Greg Neal, groomer Joey Volani in for himself, animal communicator Joey Turner, and Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard. And we go to the phones. We have Elaine for Joey Volani. Hi, Elaine. Welcome to the show. Hi, how are you? Good. What's going on? Well, I have some little teeth, and no one can ever seem to get the stains off of her face or her eye area, and it drives me crazy because she's this beautiful white dog, and her face has all these stains all over her. What do you think, Joey? Well, you know what? It's it's tear staining, and and really, what it's caused by, and it's not something that you'll ever get a quick fix from. Um, there's a lot of products out there, and there's a lot of good products that that work. But what it is, it's it's a bacteria that actually gets gets in the um, hair shaft, and it's from it's wow. from the tearing, and it's from it stay, staying wet. And basically, what you want to do is, and if you if you, you know what, um, I got a good sponsor, Senior Pet Products, and they have a lot of of um, items on there that help remove tear staining. What you got to do is be diligent though with the products that you use. You got to make sure okay. you, you use it as it's recommended on the bottle daily. The other thing is, which is really important, is... Um, if you can get a saline solution, you know, the same thing that you would um, rinse your contact lenses off. And I want to clarify something. Not the stuff that disinfects them, but the stuff that you clean them. Saline solution, because oh. what okay. that basically is is salt water. Okay? It's almost like um, your own tears. And you need to wipe out your pet's eyes, the corners of the eyes, daily. Now, what that's going to do, it's going to reduce any type of buildup that the dog will get in the corners of their eyes, so it'll reduce their own tears hearing and it'll help clean it as it starts to dry up 
new growth of, of, of hair will grow out, and it should grow out nice and white um, instead of having that reddish-brown color, which is, the, is staining itself. If mm-hmm. that doesn't work, there's a wonderful product put out by a company by called Equus called um, Microtech, and Microtech breaks down bacteria, and it's real safe to use around the pet's eyes, and you can put that on. But again, it's going to have to grow out and grow away. Um, it's not The only thing that will take it out is by bleaching it, and that's not real. That's not something that I would recommend anyone doing at home. Maybe no. a professional groomer could do it, but not many of them do. Wow. Okay, great. Thank you for your call. What is that stuff anyway? That uh, I noticed that, it, like, like our cat has that. It's really red, and I always think it had its blood or something. It's 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 a bacteria that grows in, inside the hair itself, and and it discolors it. And a lot of dogs get it, mainly puppies, especially around you know when they're teething, because what happens is they tear a lot, so it stays wet. It's 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 almost like a. Um, like how mold would grow. Uh, mold, you know, in, in a wet area um, grows, it thrives. Well, the same thing with this particular red bacteria that grows, but it grows inside the hair shaft. And it's, it's not going to hurt the pet, it just looks terrible. Um, but you got to get rid of it by actually destroying destroying the bacteria. And um, the only way you're going to do that is with, um, you know, with, with a good product that's on the market. Very good. Okay, one eight six six four zero five eight four zero five to connect with any one of the Dream Team here at Animal Radio. And Stacy Cohen working on news. What's up? Steven Seagal's being sued by an Arizona man, and they're saying that he killed his puppy as well as some roosters. Uh, Steven Seagal was there filming an episode of his new A and E series, Steven Seagal Lawman, and uh, they got this whole thing on tape. We'll tell you more about it coming up on Animal Radio News. Uh, you want to have some? Yeah, thank you. What, yeah, you, what is that? <laughs> down. Uh, it's a Chinese herbs. You should have told me. That's yeah, uh, okay. Yeah. You, you was thinking it's vodka? Don't or you hope for that? <laughs> I, I thought it was going to be just like regular tea. No, no, it's a Chinese one. Chinese, Japanese, you know. Here, let me it's have some bitty... more. Let me give it a second shot. <laughs> we'll we'll. Yeah, yes, it's just, uh, you know, in Russia we love Chinese people. We have the same culture, you know. So we're using their herbs a lot. Hey, Frank. Hi, how are you this afternoon? Very good. How are you doing? I am near perfect. Good. <laughs> yeah, uh, just be- before, I, before I take this one, you know, we just want to just tell uh, the hell that, uh, you know, for the short period of time in California, I also trained dog for Myra Cyrus and uh, for... Um, uh, executive executive producer for Oprah Winfrey. So wow. you know what? Oh. I am a wor- working horse. I come in. I don't care who is celebrity or General Motors CEO. Everyone gets their uh, butts kicked from me as far as people because they are the problems, not their dogs. So I'm sorry for that. Uh, but but uh, and plus people listen, uh, love me to listen to me because I'm kind of voice of democracy in American radio. No one can can uh, put condom on my microphone or sanitize my 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 language or change my accent. I'm I sorry, Frank. We're I out think. of time for your call today. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for your call, Frank. How can we help you? Well, I have a an American Alaska American Alaskan uh, dog. Okay. It's a, a white dog. It's long haired. It's a it's a miniature. I know him very well. You don't need to describe it. Okay. Go and uh, very good dog. Love the dog. Uh, but when we play ball, it loves to play ball. When I throw it, throw the ball, it'll catch it in midair. 
does a bunch of tricks, but when it wants to bring it back, it'll bring it back about five feet from me, drop the ball, and it, and then say, go and pick it up. How do I get it to bring it to you? Oh, that's simple. Uh, first of all, of course, I, I, have, I have to tell you, but it's not my line of expertise because, again and again, I am not the tricks trainer. I am a obedience trainer and uh, behavior modification uh, expert. But uh, So for me, this question is like you're asking brain surgeon how to put the shot in the dog's butt. It's a so simple. So there is a solution. you gotta get, you got to go to the local hardware store, hardware store, and uh, buy, uh, not to buy for hell, uh, and buy a rope, clothesline, very thin one, almost like a string. Cut the six to eight feet attached to your dog, if necessarily get longer than that. Uh, play w- with your dog first, so he would uh, used to drag that rope behind him. And after that, you know, put in, put in one of your pockets some treats, without, don't tell your dog about this, of course, and toss your ball. He grabbed the ball, bring it maybe first time, second time. He say, okay, daddy, you know, go get me. (laughs) Screw you, daddy. And you say, screw you. Step on the rope and pull him toward you as you kneel down and be nice. Just pull, say, hey, come on, come on, come on, come on. He comes in, traded for the treats, which suddenly should come up from your pocket and toss the ball again. The game will be over because what happening is here. He loves to drive you nuts. He he loves to take advantage of you. He knows you cannot catch him. Now game will be over. But people who is listening to me right now, this is the very smart trick. You can do a lot of things by using the same stuff. For instance, dog bolting out of the house. Just get the same rope connected to the knob and uh, set situation up, and the dog think he's free. You know, like the girl who just graduated Catholic school. But it's not, because you have a control over your dog. <laughs> you know, you, you have like my humor, I know that, you know. So anyway, so that's how we do. The more you know me, hell, the more you're surprised about my personality, I guess. I look in your eyes right now. <laughs> so, yeah, so that's what you're going to do. You, you basically uh, start to win those battles. It's really simple things to do, but leash will not work, because if you put the dog... If you put a leash on your dog, he will think, uh-uh, cat is now here, I cannot play. But uh, if you unhook the leash, he will think, oh, cat is away, I can't play. I can basically now not obeying you again. But the lion will give your dog feeling of being on its own because it will be very light. But you will be nicely have control. Oh, that's good. I'm going to put that up on the website there for those of you that want to teach that trick. Now, of course, Vladi doesn't normally teach tricks. He's mostly a behavior guy. one 405 to connect with any one of the Dream Team right now. Join Fido Friendly Magazine and North Shore Animal League America as they team up for the third annual Get Your Licks on Route 66 National Mobile Adoption Tour. Sponsored by Protection One, Animal Radio, Adopters Advantage, and American Muttigrees Club. The life-saving tour kicks off September 7th and travels across the United States to raise awareness of the importance of adopting a pet from a shelter. One lucky pup will be featured in an upcoming issue of Fido Friendly Magazine. Log on to AnimalLeague.org or FidoFriendly.com slash blog to learn more. 
This is Judy from Animal Radio. For months now, I've been telling you about the Stella and Chewy's dog food. Now I want to tell you about their cat food made with 100% raw meat. And just like all Stella and Chewy's products, these dinners are made without grains, fillers, artificial preservatives, colorings, sugar, or salt. They come in four flavors. Chick Chick Chicken, Super Beef Alicious, Charming Chicken and Beef, and Yummy Licking Salmon and Chicken. Visit their website at StellaAndChewy's.com. That's Chewy's, C-H-E-W-Y-N. Are you struggling with sky-high credit card debt? Call Credit Card Relief. You can get out of debt in months instead of years with no fees until a debt is settled and with a 90-day money-back guarantee. Call Credit Card Relief. The consultation is free and the relief is real. Call 866-800-5252. Not available in all states. That's Credit Card Relief. 866-800-5252. 866-800-5252. Celebrating seven years as the finest resource site for aging dogs, cats, and their owners. SeniorPetProducts.com provides the latest news, information, and products for the life of your pet. At SeniorPetProducts.com, you'll find everything your aging pets need and our friendly support staff ready to answer your questions. New customers enter promo code SAVE25 on our homepage or at checkout to receive 25% off your entire order. The most trusted authority on all things Senior Pet. SeniorPetProducts.com. This is Animal Radio, baby. one 405 Just explaining the hierarchy here at Animal Radio to Dr. Neil. Yes, when uh, Ladybug the Studio Stunt Dog does something bad, it's Judy's dog. But when she does something good, as the Animal Radio Studio Stunt Dog, she's our dog. That's that's how that works. I understand fully. And she gets a paycheck, right, from Animal Radio? She is actually the only one that gets a paycheck from Animal Radio. But, uh, yeah, I go figure. I've tried for several years, at least. They give me prizes. They give me stuff like uh, stuff for my dog bones. I get dog bones and dog treats and lots of books and stuff. An occasional so you brush. You steal the stuff that we're supposed to be sending out, the stuff that, I'm, that I want and you say I can't have it? Is that, was, that what this is all about? Hi, Cindy? Yes, ma'am. Uh, welcome to the show. Thank you, um, and thank you for taking my call. Um, I have an almost three-year-old miniature poodle, and I got her when she was 18 weeks old, and she is suffering such severe um, separation anxiety that it's almost turned into a obsession. And I'm wondering if you could give me a little hint about what is making her so, so um, just absolutely crazed. Hi, Cindy. Can you tell me her name, please? Annabelle. Okay, I'm going to say hi here to Annabelle for a minute. And it's funny because she's anxious when she speaks to me. Is she always anxious and just more so when you're gone? Yes, she is always anxious. You're right. Totally. Okay. She tells me she doesn't feel safe and it has nothing to do with you. Where did you get her from? Um, I got her from a pretty reputable breeder. Um, I was told, and she was, Annabelle, all the other puppies, there were only four in the litter. The other puppies all went at eight weeks. Annabelle did not go until she was 18 weeks because she's pretty go-getter dog. She's an agility dog, um, and that's not what people wanted in that in a miniature poodle. I guess they wanted her to sit on their laps or something, and she's not a sit-still dog. 
Okay, well, that explains what she's feeling. She's feeling like she's not good enough. She's feeling like nothing she does is right. She's feeling like she just doesn't have a place in the world. All of those kinds of things she's feeling, and it comes from feeling like she's not wanted. Does that make oh, sense dear. to you? Yes, that's so, so sad, though. Okay, so I'm going to help you. I'm going to tell her the things I'm telling you, but you're really the one she needs to hear them from. And who else do you live with? Do you have another human? Yes. Okay, so you're going to want to have everybody in the family and anybody that are your friends that comes to see you, have everyone talk to her about this stuff. She, I asked her if she heard you ever say that you love her, and she says... After she thought about it, yes, but she had to think about it. So she is still living in her mindset of not being wanted. Does that make sense? Yes. So what you're going to want to do is respond to her again in with as much feeling as you can. Respond to her with as much making pictures about what you're saying as you can and tell her how wonderful she is, not just that you love her or that she's a good girl, none of those generalized things. You're going to want to be incredibly specific. Every little tiny, teeny, bitty thing she does that you enjoy or that you like or that you think is cute or that you whatever that's a good thing, you're going to want to say, Annabelle, honey, oh, I so love when you do this. You're so smart when you do this. You're so calm when you do this. All those kinds of things so that you're constantly, literally, constantly giving her this self-assuring feedback about this is great and this is wonderful and I love that you do this and I, this is wonderful and how you do that is great. Does that make sense? Yes. I will. I will. And, I thought I did that a lot to the point of probably making her obsessive. But each thing she does, I will not group them together. Make yes, you have to do individual things so that she can associate that behavior with how great she is. When you yep. start to group more than one thing with her, she loses track. Yeah, she does get kind of scattered at times. Yeah, and as far as the separation anxiety thing, you should see that improve as her self-confidence improves. Um, I would not look at that as being a bad thing because she worries when you see something as being a bad thing. I would look at that as seeing her behaving in a way that she feels insecure. So it's a communicative tool from her to you and support her by, first of all, leaving her as little as possible to start with. And then do it just in little bitty increments, like even when you're going to be home, just walk into another room and come right back in. And when you can move around your house and she's fine, then walk out a door and come right back in again. So you're teaching her that she's safe. And you're going to talk to her always about being safe, not about, oh, honey, there's nothing that's going to hurt you. You want to talk to her about being safe. You're safe okay. when you're here in the house. You're safe when you're in the car. All righty. I can do that. Thank you so very much. I appreciate it. Thank you you're for your call. Well. Bye-bye. It's Vinnie Penn, your party animal, coming at you on Animal Radio. I want to talk about something that I don't know if this even goes on anymore. Maybe it's a lost art, certainly one I never understood. But the word of the day is taxidermy. Is that even still going on? Is there someone listening right now who's like, whose name is probably Elliot, who's like, I'm a taxidermist. Does that still happen? 
I visited some friends in Rhode Island, uh, some family friends in Rhode Island recently, and got spooked because when we grew, when we were growing up, we loved their dog Sport. Sport lived to be almost twenty years old, and as kids, we loved Sport. And when I went in the house, there was something very spooky on the couch because it looked like Sport stuffed. And it like took some whispering amongst my siblings before we realized, no, it was a stuffed animal that was purchased because it looked so much like sport. But it got me wondering, are people still doing that with their pets? I really kind of never got that. I get the love and the loss and the, I could even get putting a picture framed where there were flashing lights around it, Christmas tree lights around it or Michelob lights flashing around there or whatever. That Maybe it even barked. You could turn it on and it would bark and it was recording of the actual dog. But stuffing the thing and putting it in, uh, up on a mantle? I don't know, man. To me, that's just kind of like are, are there people who do that and sleep with it and pretend it's alive and take it for walks where they're just like dragging it down the street and all the neighbors ignore? Yeah, that's just Joey and his his dog Benji. There, uh, yeah, Benji died a few years ago. We all act like he's alive. Hey, Joey. Hey, Benji. I done it. Good boy. Just ignore the fact that he's dragging this stuff thing. I mean, is that is it? Somebody explain taxidermy to me. Eight six six four zero five eight four zero five to connect with the Dream Team, Vladi the world famous Russian dog wizard, Susan Sims, animal communicator Joey Turner, and groomer Joey Volani. Uh, Stacy working on news today. Uh, what's going on in your world, Stacy? Well, there was another nut trying to smuggle something through on the airport. This time, birds taped huh. to her body. I'll tell you about it coming up on Animal Radio News. Okay, I can't wait for that, Doctor Debbie. Have felt good. <laughs> Only you would think of that, Joey. Dr. Debbie is on a vacation. She she hasn't been on vacation for 10 years now, so she's taken this week off, and we figured we'd pull in our veterinarian, who we trust dearly. Dr. Greg Neal is joining us today to answer calls, official Dream Team uh, member today. I, I, I'm so honored. I, and you, i got to say, so far, amazing. You're doing a, an amazing job. Do you do this regularly? Have you ever been on the radio answering questions? No, I'm an incredibly shy person, but... You would never know. Yeah, yeah. You would never know. And I, I see Ladybug, the studio stunt dog, has finally calmed down. Yeah, so she, that's, she's decided I'm okay after all, I guess. Let's, uh, which one are we going to? Oh, we're going to go do Joey's tip here first. Joey Volani, tip of the week, brought to you by Senior Pet Products. Check out their new website. It's been streamlined. What does that mean, that it's been streamlined? It means it's easier to find everything you want on that website. And as I always say... Senior Pet Products is not just for your senior dogs. There's so many things on there that you may be using, like uh, flea or tick medication, the spot-ons. How would you like to get 25% off when you head over to that website? Just put in Save 25 right next to the Animal Radio logo. I love that. Isn't that? I know that your wife does a little bit of shopping on there. <laughs> I think she... Yeah, I, I've, I've been doing it. You know what? Um, the new website is real streamlined, so I get around it real well. I've been ordering a lot of stuff, getting my 25% off and saving some money. Yeah. You're actually supporting your own sponsorship there on Animal Radio. Exactly, exactly. There you go. What's our tip of the week? I know that uh, it's something to do with the fashion you know, police. 
How would you feel, okay? How would you feel if you went to a wedding and you had on a um, pink suit with a white tie, you know, and, and, and you were walking around thinking that you were real stylish and realized, you know what, I mean, I am outdated in my style here. You'd be upset, wouldn't you? That's me. So that's why you see that plaid collar you got on Ladybug over there. We yeah. got to get rid of that, okay? You don't because like that? it's autumn time. And autumn time, <laughs> the colors of autumn right now, okay, for your pet. That's leashes, collars, harnesses. It's all solids that are in. And it's all the colors of the berries. Blueberries, strawberries, raspberries. It is berry color. And if you want for the autumn, you want to go out there and get your pet these nice berry color leashes, collars, and they look great, I got to tell you. And also, if you want, you can go to your professional groomer like me, and I can dye a piece of the hair, or maybe all of the dog, the same color as the leash and collar. So then you're really styling there, okay? But um, that's what you want. You want to go out and get the colors of autumn, which are berry colors this year. And it's the same thing. It's funny because... um. You know, we have our own little fashion police here for pets, and I also seen that as well on the Neiman Marcus website that the berry colors are in. So I think they stole that from me, Al. So this is your tip of the week? <laughs> this, is, this is my tip. <laughs> this is an important tip here. You know, important. Very important. You, you, like I'm I said, so, so you're see, so you're the guy that goes and wears that pink suit. I'm t- I'm letting everyone here know what their pets should be wearing, and and you're mocking my tip. Oh, don't listen to him, Joey. I'm gonna bring out Ladybug's red leash and collar, and she's gonna be in fashion. And I want to thank you because she's gonna be looking sharp. How you just I don't keep wearing I don't pink dress suit. my animals up. I'm sorry, I don't dress them up. Matching them with the fall colors a little over the edge for me there. But uh, well, there you go. Listen, gr- grooming is more than just you know trimming. hair. Here. Hey, Hal still has the hair, same hairstyle from 20 years ago in the same place. Wait, 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 wait. He wait, doesn't wait. know. Dr. Neal, do you dress up your dog at all? I was just thinking, my dog's an exhibitionist. I mean, he's he's wearing nothing all day long. i got to have a talk with him, you know? No, <laughs> po- no collar at all. I mean, what is going on there? What's going on with that? one 405 to connect with the Dream Team. Joey's tip of the week there, uh, change the colors of your uh, whatever for to match the fall colors there. It's all up the website. Thank you, Senior Pet Pro- Senior Pet Proxy on the phone they, they've cut the sponsorship oh okay here this is where we're going with this okay hi this is joy behar on animal radio please stay and neuter your pets this is an animal radio news update brought to you by pets life oral care now there's a healthy and natural solution to prevent oral disease in your pet with no brushing required I'm Stacy Cohen for Animal Radio. Steven Seagal says he's not a dog killer. The Hollywood action star is denying recent allegations that he killed an Arizona man's puppy while raiding his property over an alleged cockfighting ring. Seagal told TMZ.com he's been called a lot of things in his life, but he will not accept being described as an animal abuser. Jesus Sanchez Lovera has filed legal action against Seagal, as well as Maricopa County Sheriff Joe Arpaio. Uh, Lovera claims that Seagal and members of Arpaio's tactical operations unit damaged his home, killed his puppy and his roosters while they were performing an unfounded raid on March 9th. Seagal says, you know what, I'm planning my own lawsuit against you, Lovera, for fabricating the puppy killing although he doesn't address Lovera's other allegations. A camera crew that was taping an episode of Seagal's A&E series, Steven Seagal, Lawman, when did he become a lawman, was on hand to capture the entire incident. 
Well, you've heard the old adage, when pigs fly, guess what? No longer applies. A Florida-based airline known for flying pets around the country has managed to fly their very first pig. An eight-year-old miniature potbelly pig named Bosley was flown by Pet Airways this week to an airport in Farmingdale on Long Island. He's going to live the rest of his days at an adoptive home in Sag Harbor. Airline officials say they'd never flown a pig before. Probably sat next to a few, but... <laughs> I know I have. Have you ever sat next to somebody where they take up like three seats and you can't breathe? Anyway, Bosley had to be led around the terminal (laughs) with dog biscuits and Cheerios. No word on who helped Bosley open up the bag of peanuts during the flight. Well, we know that people are absolutely nuts, and this woman was. She was arrested after she taped birds to her body at the airport. It was just a routine airport pat-down recently, and they uncovered one woman's attempt to help a couple of birds fly just a little higher. According to the L.A. Times, Transportation Security Administration agents at LAX found two bright yellow birds stuffed in socks and taped to the passenger's arm and leg. TSA spokesman Nikki Melendez says that the woman was arrested by U.S. Fish and Wildlife officers on suspicion of smuggling goods and exporting an endangered species. She was reportedly going to China. As for the birds, the TSA says they appear to be just fine. Melendez adds it was just one of those weird things that happens at airport checkpoints. All right, we've all heard of people being bitten by snakes, but this time the police say it was the other way around. A Sacramento man is under arrest for allegedly taking two huge bites out of a pet python. According to the Sacramento Bee, the snake received emergency surgery, but it lost a couple of ribs. No word on why the man would bite the snake. He's facing charges of unlawfully mutilating a reptile. I'm Stacy Cohen. Get more animal breaking news at Animal Radio. This has been an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Pets Life Oral Care. Our pets can show signs of oral disease by age three. Pets Life is the healthy and natural solution with no brushing required. Visit PetsLife.com. That's Pets with a Z.com. Did you know that 80% of dogs show signs of oral disease by age 3? And the cost to fix these issues can be up to $1,000. Now there's a healthy, natural, and affordable solution. And no brushing is required. Pets Life Oral Care breaks down the plaque and tartar that leads to gum disease and bad breath. To avoid those large vet bills and keep your pet healthy, call 888-453-4682. That's 888-453-4682. Or visit PetsLife.com. That's Pets with a Z. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. Animal Radio is brought to you by Natural Balance Pet Food, the finest food you can buy for the health of your pet. No matter which line of Natural Balance Pet Food you choose, you know it will truly be the food for a lifetime. Visit www.NaturalBalance.net to learn more. Hi, this is Park Overall. I am just thrilled about Animal Radio. Please, stay and neuter your animals. Please. It is toll-free, 1-866-405-8405 to connect with the Dream Team. Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard, animal communicator Joy Turner, groomer Joey Volani, and in for Dr. Debbie this week, we have Dr. Greg Neal. Now, do you like to be called Dr. Greg or Dr. Neal? What is that? Uh, I, I get confused with veterinarians. A lot of times they want to be called their first name. 
Well, you know, if I'm part of the dream team for the day, I was looking forward to Dr. Greg. There you go, Dr. Yeah. Greg. Yeah. And as I mentioned Dr. before, Greg it is. Yeah. Dr. Greg is uh, is our veterinarian too, so we trust him implicitly with your animals. Toll free one eight six six four zero five. 8405. Uh, Stacy, you're working on news. What do you got going on? You know, it's one thing to stick your tongue out at somebody that cuts in front of you while you're driving or stick something else out, but it's a little different if you're going to stick your tongue out at a police dog. No, don't Be do prepared. There's serious ramifications for that. I'll tell you about it coming up on Animal Radio News. I'm going to stick around for that. Robin, welcome to the show. Hi. What's going on? Where are you calling from? Oh, I'm calling. uh, I'm actually calling for a friend who has doggies down in the Texarkana area. Okay. He has he has two doggies that they're about nine years old. With they've both been diagnosed with heartworms, and um, the the female dog is uh, she has a lot of arthritis and has kind of a hard time getting around already. And he was just wanting to um, to get your input about about how hard the treatment would be on them and and what your thoughts were on alternative treatments. Hi, Robin. Um, yeah, heartworm disease is is serious. I mean, it's bad news. I luckily live in an area right where I practice. I see very few cases. We don't have a problem right here on the coast of California, but I have seen dogs from inland from where I live. Texas for sure. Um, heartworm disease. They they. I take it they were not on heartworm preventative before this was diagnosed. Correct? No, no, they were not. Okay. And uh, the, his vet told him that that virtually every dog in the area, if not on preventative, was would be diagnosed with heartworm. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's certain areas of the country that it is as common as you know the vaccinations, feeding your dog. I mean, it's a big time problem. Unfortunately, there's not a simple solution for this. I mean, these are worms that live in the heart. They will lead to heart failure. Neither one of these pets has any signs of heart disease at this point, or do they? Um, the, the vet said he couldn't tell without, without doing the, some big test on them how extensive it was, but his guess was that they were in the early stages. Okay, well, that's good, because obviously a pet that's in... Um, uh, heart failure would need to be treated for that, stabilized before you treat for the heartworms. The treatment for heartworms is basically arsenic, a derivative of arsenic. So, yeah, yeah, this is this is toxic stuff. The only good news is we used to have to give it intravenously. Now we have a product. We actually had it for quite a while. That can be given intramuscularly, so it's less dangerous. Um, most pets do well with it, especially if they're not too debilitated at the time that the diagnosis is made. They can have some pain in the muscles where we give it. Uh, you always are concerned with uh, blood clots forming after the heartworms are killed. They can lead to problems. So it's you know it's it's serious, um, but there's not really a great alternative. There have been cases where you know, surgeons at veterinary hospitals have attempted to go in and remove the worms, but you're talking about opening up the heart. I don't really like the idea of that that much. Oh. So your best your best thing would be to have, you know, certainly a veterinarian. You said you're in Texas, right? Or your friend yeah. is in Texas? Yeah. Um, certainly they have so much experience with this. I've probably treated, you know, I've been a vet for over 20 years, probably five, seven dogs. So I'm actually lucky in that respect and the pets around here are lucky, too. 
Uh, do you know anything about the alternative treatments? That I've been searching online, and it looks like there are treatments that are basically um, um, from black walnut holes, and they said it, it's it's also that is also dangerous, and it takes a lot longer that it's not as hard on the dog. You know, I'm not familiar with anything like that. Uh, of course, as our veterinar- us veterinarians are trained in the latest treatments and the most effective and safe treatments. I don't know about that one at all. So I would be leery of that. I would certainly trust your veterinarian or, or their veterinarian that has seen many cases and use their best judgment. Okay. Sure do appreciate it. Thank, Thank you, you very Robin. much. You Good bet. luck with that. Yeah, that's a nasty, nasty disease, isn't it? And preventable. Really preventable. Absolutely. Dr. Craig, i got a question for you on, on that. Late on. Yeah, I mean, is is it mainly areas that have lots of mosquitoes um, is what you're worried about? I well, mean, um, yeah, it's absolutely, what makes some areas worse than others? Well, it's definitely transmitted by mosquitoes. In other words, the mosquito is a... It has to develop uh, through two larval stages within the mosquito, and then when the mosquito bites a pet, they can get heartworm. People can get heartworm, too. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, scary. Um, But, you know, it's one of these things, I don't know why. There actually was a guy from UC Davis that came and studied all the coyotes in Montana de Oro and found tons of heartworm in them. But we also know that coyotes can roam quite a bit inland. I think there's something about our coastal climate here and most areas of, of California or most areas of the whole West Coast do not have problems with heartworms. So that's good news. It is good news. Very good. one 405 to connect with any one of the Dream Team. Dr. Greg Neal filling in for Dr. Debbie this week. How does it feel to actually be a part of the Dream Team right now? Can, just, can I say dreamy? It is dreamy it's for very, you. It's very dreamy. It'll, ru- it'll wear off real fast. Yeah, because, you know, the U.S. basketball team, Olympic team, was called the Dream, the dream team, team. So I feel like I'm coming off the bench, you know, maybe, maybe taking one shot, hitting a three-pointer. I noticed you came in today dressed uh, in basketball garb, too, like you were going to go play basketball. So uh, yeah, I'm a wannabe. What can I say? Well, welcome to the show. We're going to go to the phones in just a couple of minutes at one 405 And it's brought to you by PetStay. The dog days are every day with Pets Day, available exclusively from Imperial Palace and Rio Resorts in Las Vegas. Pets Day provides unique in-room amenities for dogs, including that food and that water dish, that sleeping mat, and specialty room service menus. Yes, your dogs can order off the room service menus. Check out Caesars.com slash Pets Day Las Vegas. This is all over Las Vegas, not just the Imperial Palace and the Rios. It's at Caesars and Harrah's. And in fact, tonight at Harrah's, Rita Rudner. You want to check it out tonight, $90 at Harrah's. She's an awesome what, comedian. What was she in? She was, well, she's done a couple of movies. She did, uh, uh, she was on Married with Children, if you remember that oh, yeah. show. Yeah. That's how she started. She's a funny lady. Very funny yeah. comedian. Yeah. You'd recognize her you know, if you I saw I can't it. picture it. I'm thinking of laughing for some reason. Oh, oh, no. oh maybe it's confusing oh. with Lily Tomlin. A little bit of a similarity there. That's uh, right. they, they do look alike. Yeah. They do look a little bit alike now that I come to think about okay, it. Okay, then I know exactly who you're talking about. Yes. So if you're off to uh, Vegas tonight, check out Rita Redner and bring your dog. Not to the show, but to the hotel. Thanks to Pets Day and thanks for sponsoring Animal Radio. Concierge desk, this is Amanda. Yes, I can recommend a great place for a walk. Imperial Palace and Rio in Las Vegas are rolling out four-star treatment for our four-legged friends. Our new pet stay program includes in-room accommodations for up to two dogs, food and water dishes, sleeping mat, dog treats, specialty room service menus, and more. The dog days are here. Book your stay at Caesars.com slash Vegas or call 800-427-7247.
When I went looking for a quality allergen-free dog food for Roscoe, a friend told me about canine caviar. Being a born skeptic, I examined every ingredient and most importantly, made sure it drove our dog's taste buds crazy. Here's the lowdown. Canine caviar is holistic, allergen-free, with raw dehydrated meats, herbs, fish oil, and flaxseed for health and joint support. Good food for Roscoe from a company I can trust. Ask your pet store for canine caviar. Learn more at caninecaviar.com. Are you struggling with sky-high credit card debt? Call Credit Card Relief. You can get out of debt in months instead of years with no fees until a debt is settled and with a 90-day money-back guarantee. Call Credit Card Relief. The consultation is free and the relief is real. Call 866-800-5252. Not available in all states. That's Credit Card Relief. 866-800-5252. 866-800-5252. Let's take another one for Dr. Neil, who is in for Dr. Debbie today. And we have, I'm sorry, Judy, is it Sherry? Hey, Sherry, welcome to the show. Well, thank you. What's going on? Well, I've got a little terrier. He's a mix. He's about eight years old, and he just recently, in the last six or seven months, started peering in his eyes, and he'd never done that before. I know terriers are kind of prone to that, but he never did it before, and I just wondered if, if it's something with age or if it's just something that maybe I could get some drops through his eyes. Hi, Sherry. Um, is it in both eyes or just in one eye? You know, it seems to be more in one than the other. Okay, and you're noticing like a discharge or staining of the fur, or just when you look at the eyes, they look like they're moister than they used to be? No, the previous, yeah. The, okay. The discharge the All right. Discharge. And do, do the eyes look like they're red? Like if you look at the whites of the eyes, uh, do they look like they're inflamed or the blood vessels look congested or the lining of the eye looks inflamed? I haven't really looked that closely. Okay. Um, you know, there's a whole bunch of different uh, causes. Most of the, the causes of the increased tearing are an irritation or a problem with the eye themselves, all right? So that's something that certainly your veterinarian would want to take a look at and make sure that it doesn't look like there's any signs of infection or inflammation and use the appropriate drop. We also can see uh, plugged-up tear ducts. We have dogs that will have maybe a prior inflammatory problem in the eyes. The tear duct will get closed up. The tears do not drain down into the nasal passage like they should, and they will actually overflow from the eye. They actually mix for pretty healthy eyes because it actually helps flush out those eyes pretty good, but it's certainly unsightly because it will cause this uh, this discharge. And what color is your uh, your dog, your, your dog's fur? Um, he's kind of a reddish brown. Okay, so it's causing a darkening to the to the the, the fur, the hair, right? It is, and I, and I noticed one day right in his tear duct, he kind of had a, a, a yellowish discharge, which I hadn't seen before, and it just kind of stayed there. So we wiped his eyes, and, and it, it went away. But that was the eye that doesn't seem to stain as much. And he doesn't squint in the eyes. I mean, he keeps the eyes open, and vision seems fine and all that? Yeah. yeah. Okay. He's otherwise a very healthy dog. Yeah, I think it warrants a, warrants a trip to the vet to, to let them do a thorough examination. I don't know if he's you know due for a yearly exam soon anyway, but perfect time to do that. And uh, they can stain the eye. They can do a whole variety of different things. And I'm pretty sure that, you know, we can get a handle on this. If it is a plugged-up tear duct, there is a surgery that can be done. It's not really a surgery, but you actually can t- attempt to pass a suture material down through the nasal lacrimal duct to open that up, to open up the tear flow. But that can be tricky. I mean, that can be difficult to do. And oftentimes you take that suture out and it closes right back up again. So, you know, if it's nothing wrong with the eyes that needs some medication, probably nothing to worry about. Of course, there are some 
tear-staining products that you can buy from most pet stores that can help bleach out or remove some of that discoloration, too. So that would be another option for you. Yeah, I was more worried about him than this Amy. I just want to make sure that, you know, it isn't an age thing and that he's, you know, losing sight or something. No, it shouldn't be. I, I don't think it would be age-related, but, you know, certain could be an allergy or an infection, and that, of course, would need some specific treatment for that. Thank you so much. Thanks, Sherry, for your call. We appreciate it. one 405 8405 Dr. Neil in today for Dr. Debbie. Joey Villani, you deal with that a lot, don't you? Yeah, we deal we deal with it a lot. And you know what? Um when it, when that coat gets um gets wet, it builds up um a red yeast that actually um builds up inside the hair shaft that that's what causes the discoloring. one 405 8405 We'll go back to the phones next. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. Dog, 1-866-405-8405 to connect with any one of the Dream Team. The life-saving Route 66, get your licks on Route 66 tour, has started and it is working its way across the country. There's actually two vehicles wow. this year. That's we're, we're hoping for a lot of adoptions this Double year. Double adoptions. And so we want to check in, I think it's with uh, bus driver James from last yep. year. You're doing it again this year. Yes, sir. Yes, I am. Uh, my name is James Gleason, and we're gearing up for our third annual Get Your Licks on Route 66 National Cross-Country Adoption. Okay. Where are you today? My first mobile unit has been deployed, and it's on its way to uh, Watermelon Mountain Ranch in uh, Albuquerque, New Mexico. And they're actually New Mexico's largest um, no-kill rescue uh, and shelter organization. So for them to be working with the... Uh, the world's largest no-kill rescue and adoption organization. It's a, it's a great combination. How many animals did we adopt out last year? Last year we adopted, we found loving homes for 251 animals. Wow. Uh, we, since we started the Get Your Licks on Route 66 tour, we found homes for over 400 animals. This year our goal is for 300 or more. 300 or more. And, of course, if you're looking for an animal right now, this is the perfect time to hook up with the North Shore Animal League. Of course, Fido Friendly Magazine and Animal Radio. Some great sponsors have come on board to make the Get Your Licks on Route 66 tour. Just a phenomenal success once again. This year, we were made possible due to Protection One Security Solutions, Animal Radio, Mudder Grease Movement, and Adopters Advantage. So this is this is going to be the greatest tour since we started. GetYourLicks.org is the website. And, of course, we'll put all that information up at AnimalRadio.com. Now, James, you're going to check in with us every week, right? Absolutely. Every Saturday, you'll uh, hear from me or you'll hear from the other tour driver. I salute you. Thank you so much. You do a wonderful job. one 405 to connect with the Dream Team. We have Dr. Greg Neal filling in for Dr. Debbie this week, taking a long-needed vacation. That lady never gets time off. <laughs> We're all winking at each other in the studio. Groomer Joy Volani is here as well as Joy Turner and Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard. But uh, I wanted to break format here just for a second. A book came across my desk, Perfect Puppy in Seven Days. I wish I would have had that three years ago when my dog was a puppy. I'm thinking first seven days, really, that's that's pretty fast. But yes. then you were explaining to me there's this short window of time that there they There is need. for puppies, and I'm not sure exactly. I, I've heard about it, but I'm not sure exactly what age. 
I guess if it starts at birth and it's up to like three or four months. So Judy didn't know, so I figured we'd get the author on, Dr. Sophia Yin. I'm and still we, working on that perfect puppy. We welcome you to the show, Doctor. Hi, thanks for having me. Why is this window so important, and how long is the window, and what do we need to train our animals in this window? Well, the window is between three weeks and three months of age, and that's where it doesn't close directly, but that's the best time to start um, getting your dog accustomed to all different types of things that has to be around. So what happens in the lifespan of a puppy is that when they're born, they're not afraid of anything, but as uh, and everything they're around, they bond to because they have to bond to their mother and their siblings. But as they can walk around better, the default setting becomes to be afraid of new things because if they just walked up to everything new, they'd get eaten. So it's a, <laughs> it's a survival skill. <laughs> and, and so it, it becomes really important to get them used to all the types of things that they're going to see later on in life when they're young and they're predisposed to wanting to bond to new people and new dogs and also to be curious about the world. Because when they get older, anything that they haven't been used to or haven't seen enough of, they may start being afraid of those things. Ah. You see, that breaks the fallacy that you had your uh, son, I believe it was, said, got a brand new puppy and said, I'm not going to train him until uh, what, six, six months, months old? He was, that was his belief. He was told that you don't train a puppy that young. You wait till they're six months. Ah. That That's used to be the thing people always yes. did. You had to take them to class then. At six months and don't do anything until then. What is the first and very most important thing that you can tell us that we might find in your book about that window and, and training our animals? Well, I would say the most important thing is that you want to start training them right away because they're learning all types of bad habits right away in your house wow. if, uh, if you don't. Uh-huh. So every time you interact with them, you're having a training session. You're either rewarding good behaviors or rewarding bad behaviors. Is this a time where you can really make a difference for separation anxiety in the future? Yes. So one of the things that, that puppies need to do is they have to practice being away from you. Uh-huh. So it is actually really good to have the puppy learn to sleep in the crate immediately. And good breeders will actually start training the, the puppies to be comfortable in their crates. My puppy is now like a year old. Is this book useless? No, it's actually, I, I actually use the same training for adult dogs. It's just that all the pictures, there's 400 pictures of here. It's beautiful. And, and this is everything I did with my parent, my dad's dog, when I first got the dog for him. So he, he wanted a puppy, and he wanted it now. So I had to get it for him. And then I didn't tell him when I got it, and I took a week just to train it so that when I got it to him, uh-huh. it, you know, he wouldn't just completely mess it up right away. <laughs> the uh, book has a lot of pictures and a lot of step-by-step instructions so that it's very easy for someone even like me. Yes, Hal. He's and, you. And I want to give away 10 copies right now. Perfect Puppy in 7 Days, How to Start Your Puppy Off Right by Dr. Sophia Yin. And uh, 1-866-405-8405 to get through it. Now, if you don't get through, that's okay. You can head to your bookstore or go online, Amazon. We'll put all the links over at AnimalRadio.com and look for Perfect Puppy in 7 Days. Doctor, thank you so much for joining us. Well, that's all we have time for today. Remember, you can get in touch with us any day of the week, toll-free, 1-866-405-8405. That spells nothing, by the way. You worked on that a long time, Judy, and what did you come up with? Kaflugana. is is all that, that it spells. It's really much easier to just remember. And, of course, we have all that information over at the website at AnimalRadio.com. You can also email all of us, our individual email addresses over at AnimalRadio.com or if you just want to shoot out a general email, your voice at AnimalRadio.com. We answer all our email. 
immediately. I know, Joey, if there's questions for you, you're on it like yesterday. We're, we're all, we want right to on top you. of it. You are. Dr. Neil, thank you so much for filling in with us today. We, we had a lot of fun. And like I said, I like this guy. He, he, he sounds like a pro. This has been fun yeah, times. You know what? He's good. I got to worry. You know, I mean, you're not, you don't mention my names, and now we got a new guy on. I'll be replaced quick. Yeah. Never. Yeah. I, 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 uh, I double as a groomer, too, so watch out. <laughs> Listen, Greg, okay? Well, you better be careful, yeah. Thank you so much for filling in. And by the way, if you're in the Central, Co- the Central Coast area anywhere, Cayucos down to Los Osos, anywhere, you're looking for a great veterinarian, Dr. Greg Neal is uh, at the Morro Bay Veterinary Clinic off Quintana Road in Morro Bay. And we appreciate you coming in today. It's been fun. Very kind of you. We'll see you next week. Bye, guys. <laughs> Thank you, everyone. This is Animal Radio Network.